The Cubs crush the Pirates again. There's so much to talk about as the Northsiders are on a roll. Let's do it. You are Locked On Cubs, your daily Chicago Cubs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Cubs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Alongside Sam Olber, I'm Matt Cozy. Please support the show and be a part of our fantastic Locked On Cubs community by following on your preferred audio platform. And you can watch, subscribe, and leave a comment on YouTube. Thanks so much for making us your first listen. Sam and I are lifelong fans, taking our passion into a discussion with you on all things Cubs. Today's episode is presented by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use promo code LOCKEDONMLB for $20 off your first purchase. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed with Game Time. Cubs crush the Pirates 8 to nothing as the Northsiders have won 8 of their last 10 and are now 34-38 and 38 overall. Cubs scored three runs in the second inning and never looked back. Mike Talkman Posted three hits with three RBIs. Uh, Dansby Swanson had a multi-hit game. Nico Horner drove in a couple of runs. And Seiya Suzuki had an RBI double. Cubs nah. went 5-14. and 14. What? Nah, Suzuki's RBI double. This game was over. You're upset with him. Yeah. Cubs went 5-14 for 14 with runners in scoring position and drove in five of their eight runs with two outs. They also... Uh, did this in spite of a weird outing from Drew Smiley, who went five scoreless, allowing only three hits, but did walk five and struck out four. Sam, the Cubs have the Pirates number this year, and uh, it's another big week for them. They start off the road trip on a nice note. Everybody knock on wood. Ooh, we got two left this week. Uh, oh, you're all business tonight, huh? Yeah, no. Uh, nice win. I really liked like you said, I mean, you, you, you kind of recap and throw it to me, and I just say the same thing. Like, it was really good uh, uh, hitting with runners in scoring position. That Talkman hit was huge. It kind of broke the ice, right? It was raining. I was kind of expecting a walk. Um, and then as you, you beautifully always do, I knew something good happened because you texted me about, I don't know, 40 seconds before oh, I, okay. it showed it on my screen because I watch on the app, which they punish you for. So – they, they, they punish you for watching the app. Uh, it feels like I'm watching on SportsCenter. Um, huh. Huge hit from Talcum. I loved I loved that 3-1 aggressive swing. Got a pitch he could do damage with and did. Horner followed up with a clutch hit. Smiley, uh, yeah, I think I'm saying his name wrong. Talkman, is that right? Talkman, yeah. Yeah, I think I keep saying Talkman. Talkman. Oh, okay. um, Smiley, I think he... I think he kind of overcompensated because he had just seen Pittsburgh and uh -huh. it seemed like he kind of eliminated his curveball today because they saw it well. Maybe he yeah. maybe he eliminated it because he didn't have a good feel for it, but he, he really incorporated his cutter, which he doesn't normally do, which mm -hmm. helped him. Uh, really, he just struggled getting out McCutcheon and Reynolds. Uh, th those yes. are the two guys that, that really got him and led to him laboring, but he was able to get it done. Uh, he is still... Out of the list of Cubs problems, he is 
not even in the top 20. I mean, he's really been solid overall. And then I thought Fulmer came in through a nice inning. We'll talk about the bullpen. Uh, Merriweather threw too many breaking balls, okay. I thought, I thought today. Uh, and he walked some guys. But they just were able to pitch around at Pittsburgh slumping. And it's nice to see them just kind of take advantage of it. And then they they blew it open there. Um, what was it? The seventh or eighth. And, you know, kind of ran away again. I mean, three three just massive offensive showings against the Pirates. Yeah, four, it's like four, uh, four, four, four. I mean, it's it's uh, like blowouts every time. Yeah. And there was much of it of the comeback variety last week. And. And and now to lead off this week again, yeah, knock on wood, uh, they put the pressure on them early and just put them into the ground. You know, Monday's episode, I I talked about the three game series, but inning by inning to be able to do that today um, was was just huge. And uh, the offense right now is surging. You know, after the the four games last week to lead off the, the the week, three games against the Pirates, that the opener against the Orioles, you know, a little bit uh, quieter Saturday and Sunday, but it's now becoming a, to a level where they're driving in runners on a more consistent basis, and are they getting these absolute like giant hits? Maybe not necessarily. You know, Jed Hoyer was on the score this morning. And uh, David Ross, I've seen him quoted recently, and they're all on the same page with their messaging, and that is passing the baton. And listen, after all the struggles they've had scoring runs prior to last Tuesday, if that's what they want to go with, fine by me. Um, You know, I think there's still a little bit of a lack of slug overall, but if they want to pass the baton, Go station to station, apply appropriate pressure with the bunt game, hit and run, steals, single people to death. I think that's fine. Um, and, and if you're going to get back to 500 and beyond, there there are, are ways to do it, and this is one of them. Yeah, I think that's easy to say because they're hitting and winning. The, the passing the baton stuff doesn't work if the guy behind you is not hitting. Um, I, I think eventually this team is going to need to hit home runs, more of them. Um, from guys, right. I, I'm not. I'm not asking them to be at the top of the league, uh, but but Dansby Swanson, Seiya Suzuki, Ian Happ, and Cody Bellinger have to hit more home runs. Uh, and if they right. do, if they do, this team will become a serious problem for for the rest of this division because they are they are getting by offensively right now because everybody's hitting. But what you're getting from Talkman, what you're getting from Morell, what you're getting from Jan Gomes, if if you could just have a, an Ian Hat month where he slugs 10 home runs or a Seiya Suzuki month where he slugs 10 home runs, it'll it'll take this offense to a level to where this, what they're doing right now, doesn't become a surprise, but they're consistently a problem. And mm. it's in there. Like we we know it's in there. We know we know. Ian Happ should have more than five home runs in the middle of June. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and what are, do you anticipate that this week they could break out of that? I mean, just based on whether that's matchups or um, it's convenient if they would, but it's, it's just, it's hard to, it's hard to predict. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm looking at, l- let me tell you, let me just read you. The, the home run totals for Seiya Suzuki in Japan. 
Okay. Since 2016, 29, 26, 31, 28, 25, 38. Uh, yeah. He, he, he's going... It's in there. He's just got to figure it out. Uh, do I anticipate it? I don't know. I didn't think either of them looked particularly good today. I know Suzuki right. got another double, and that was into the ground. Uh, nice to see Bellinger get a solid single early. There's going to be a stretch where these guys hit home runs, and, and, and it's going to be really nice. In the meantime, this is terrific. And if they continue uh, to do this as long as they can, they're going to win games. And there's no, there's no overwhelming matchups coming up either. Who do they? They got um, Oviedo tomorrow. He has good stuff. Uh, Rich Hill. And then, you know, there isn't one Cardinal that possesses elite stuff as a starter. So if it's, ti- if it's, if it's time to get right, it's now. And the Cardinals, oddly, have already announced their Saturday starter. It's Adam Wainwright, and Sunday they're still uh, deciding. Adam Wainwright, not necessarily a world beater anymore. Um, Mike Talkman, Sam, runners in scoring position this year, hitting 350. He's 7 for 20 with 12 runs batted in. Uh, he has been a nothing short of a catalyst for this club. No, oh, yeah. And – You'd like to almost see him lower in the order or middle of the order against Rich Hill, a lefty on Wednesday as well. I'm not, not to get too far ahead, but yeah, I'd like to see him play every day. He's been more than a catalyst since he's come up. Catalyst, yeah. Since he's come up by a, a a wide margin, the only other guy in the conversation would be Morell. He's been the best player on the team, mm-hmm. right? Is that is that a crazy thing to say? I don't think it is. He he has a 420-something on-base percentage. He's hitting the clutch. He had a really good start defensively in center field, then mm-hmm. a rough patch, then he's been really good. He's become their their leadoff hitter, and what it's done is it's just lengthened the lineup, right? Because now you have, you have Taupin, you have Horner, you have Suzuki, you have Happ, you have Swanson, you have Bellinger, you have six, and then you have Morrell. You have seven guys. Seven of your nine guys theoretically should be everyday guys. Absolutely. And so it's uh it's he's he's been just a godsend. Obviously, we know in baseball, I mean, you look at the Reds right now who are just white hot and everybody's hitting at the same time and they're getting every breaks. I right before we went on, I was watching the game. Rockies had runners on the corners, no outs, ninth inning, Reds escape. At some point, it's baseball. There's ebbs and flows. At some point, Mike Talcum will start hitting line drives at people. But no matter what he does starting tomorrow, this stretch that he has been on has really lifted this team. And it's, it's, changed, the, it's changed the dynamic of the team. And, it really and has. He, and he deserves credit. And if they could figure out a way to have Morrell play third or, or figure out to go get a guy to, to play third, that's because I, I like Madrigal off the bench. And he, he had a nice, really cameo performance today. I just Great appearance. To, yeah, just, tonight. just don't think he's an everyday guy. But, you know, if you can get a guy at third base – you kind of are set for a while here. Um, yeah. You yeah and I, I think it, it would be nice to lead off with, with the morell convo for, for Wednesday's episode uh, or at some point this week. That definitely deserves more attention, including if, if they give him a shot at third. Uh, right now on YouTube, as we broadcast live, shout out to the 200 plus that are with us. Occasionally we'll put up some comments. Um, 
Shout, hey, real quick, shout out to all the listeners. But why are the la- last four comments about David Bodie? Why, why is he in the? Why hey, are there's we a talk- second show in the chat? Why, why are they talking about Bodie? Because he's hitting 260 at AAA. I think that's why. And they really don't like Mastro, so they'd rather see Bodie. Um, or they're talking about Bodie as a third base solution. There's another show going on there, Sam. No, so Bodie, let's I'm catch gonna... up on that in a in a minute. I'd like um, to pass. I'd like to, to but, not talk uh, about Bodie. If you're an everyday or shout out to you, and you could be coming every day or by checking us out each and every weekday. So uh just you know, in, in spite of the Cubs results, but definitely after a win, we're pleased to be with you live. And shout out to all the audio peeps that are listening, Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your pods. So Went on a deep dive, or I, I don't know. I just went on Baseball Reference to get stats, but uh, it's amazing the the amount of engagement when you just kind of do the splits by date. And really, the Cubs have since late May, Sam, four solid relief pitchers, yep. which is three more than they had before that. And I'm going to give you the four names and some stats here. Um, and it's, it's very encouraging. I I'd like to, to hear your thoughts on what you think of this group and whether or not they're actually a nucleus to, to come out of the pen and, and help, uh, hold leads, win games and, or, you know, just be able to, to, to shut it down. So Michael Fulmer since May 28th has not allowed an earned run. Yeah. 10 innings, five hits, no runs, five walks. Yep. 11 strikeouts. Julian Merriweather, since May 27th, 12 appearances, has not allowed an earned run. 19 strikeouts and 11 and two-thirds, nine hits, no runs, seven walks. Uh, so walks a little bit heavy, uh, but he's trying to find it still. Now has a regular role, and he's really shining. Yep. Um, and he misses bats, evidenced by that 19 strikeouts. Uh, Mark Leiter Jr. and Adbert Alzali have been the Cubs' best two relievers since March 30th, uh, since the season opened. 273 ERA and 197 ERA, respectively, on the year. Yeah. Leiter Jr. since June 9th has allowed no runs. Adbert Alzali since May 26th, so that same uh, combo of days as Fulmer and Merriweather, has allowed no earned runs. Right. It is wild. These guys have literally not given up a run. If you go on, on online and you search all those guys and then you type the word savant, what it does is, is it takes you to a page where you see all their peripherals, all their um, like their their stat cast stuff, like when Lindsay comes on. And remember when he was talking about Wisniewski and he was like, hey, there's a lot of blue. There's a lot of blue on stat cast. With those guys, there's a lot of red, even with the start of the year that Fulmer's had. Uh, right. They're missing bats. They're throwing hard. It looks sustainable. Um, I think this is going to be the nucleus, and I think Michael Fulmer, Fulmer is developing into a guy that you at least have a little bit of trust in, mm-hmm. and you know it'd be nice if another guy emerged or, or, or they went and got a guy. I still think they probably could use another guy, but right now yeah. those guys – are absolutely carrying this bullpen, and they flip the narrative with the bullpen. They really have, and uh, the chat right now is is creating some conversation about who those next people are. And um, I'm, of course, a greedy fan as as always. I'm I'm checking out rosters about who could be 
you know, relief targets, but not necessarily going there yet. More of what the chat is doing and bringing up in-house names. And uh, Cody Hoyer right now, it is a little bit of a mystery. He did return yeah. on Saturday to AAA Iowa after a week off uh, between appearances. So the velocity since he began his rehab in late May has been good, but yeah. um, he has not actually, he his, he was eligible to be activated in late May. He's been rehabbing since early May. Yeah, and um, well. So a month and a half now, He's he has given up hits, runs, walks, but the velo is good. He seems healthy. It's just about effectiveness at this point. Although his his um, rehab deadline is is the fourth of July, so they would have to make a, a decision uh, in a couple weeks. And you know, people are bringing up Palencia and Ben Brown. And again, if you want to get greedy and want to try out some combos, I would be down for for having these guys get a look in the pen. Probably not necessarily a Ben Brown as we've discussed before on the, on the program. Um, but whether it's Hoyer, Palencia, Ryan Jensen, former first-round pick, is in Des Moines now, um, I think there's a combo of guys that you could still see. But very encouraging to have Fulmer, Merriweather, Leiter, and Alzali um, all really getting off the schneid and proving to be effective pieces. Cody Hoyer's ERA right now is over eight in AAA. Yeah. Uh. So, so his whip is over two. He's – Closer to double A than he is the big leagues at this point. Yeah. And him not being here has proven that the Cubs, uh, you know, think think the same way. So we'll see yeah, what, I think, what his timeline is. I think bullpens are always about flashes in the pan and catching rhythms. So I, I don't I, I I don't think uh you know bringing bringing somebody up right now, unless it's in a low leverage role, is gonna really make a difference. These guys are hot okay. right now. So let them be. I think Palencia would be the only guy that's a legit candidate. But nobody's going to come in and take high leverage innings right now from Merriweather, Leiter Jr., and Auzali, and then somewhat a Fulmer. I haven't heard. Uh, I, I haven't. I, I haven't heard what's going on with Boxberger since yeah, well. since Moises Alou is in the middle of this lineup. <laughs> Do you want to hear what's going on with? Well, him? like, is he around? Is or? he in the mix? Yeah, like what? There's what? been occasional updates on him. Yeah, like he, what? He, I think he's at Sloan playing catch. Uh, what do you? I know take... he went to Sloan with Bellinger. I don't. I, and he's still there. I think he's either in ex, in extended spring or rookie extended, ball games. What's what's what did he hurt? Uh, I don't remember. I think it was. I. I. You know. I don't remember actually. Yeah, I yeah, thought yeah, it was yeah. like a forearm. Or a something. forearm or something. Yeah, but no, he's an AZ. He has been. Jeez. I mean, they're paying him good reliever money. It'd be nice for him to come back and at least eat some innings. The Ben Brown stuff. Like, let's just let him be, guys. It's not. Yeah. If you need to call up your number two pitching prospect right now, that's on you. Let let him start and be for a bit. And, and get going, and and if we're if we're in the hunt, if we're two three games out, come August, and he's dominating, and they need an extra arm, we'll bring him in. But let let's let him be. There's he he's got bigger fish to fry than than being a middle reliever on a on a team four games under five hundred right now. Yeah, no, it's it's a good point. Uh, Tuesday six oh five first pitch again. Although Sam on Monday this ball game got started at six oh nine. I texted you. I was I was still working, and I was doing. Sometimes the first couple innings, I like to game cast, 
And on GameCast, and it's you know, it, it it still had the warm up up, and I didn't see anything about a delay. And then there was about four mini delays in the yes, game because because of, of rain and, and and the grounds crew with the dirt and all that stuff. And and all I'll just say is I didn't appreciate the way Pittsburgh was prepared to play today. Uh -huh. And if you watch the game really closely, anytime the ball hit the grass before the rain fell, there was like a big drip. I think they over, uh, you know, they over saturated the grass watered yeah and, and you know i was really confused you didn't appreciate that no i was all i texted you right what did i text you about 608 yeah 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 and i'm so like what's going on hopefully that contest gets started at 605 i i i have felt that only the cubs have started really on time this year that we're I, on the, the road they're always like a minute or two or three late and the cubs start right on time Right on when, time. When they play at home. And I really appreciate that. When I was there on Friday, I had my phone out. The professor threw that first pitch. It was 120, dude. No, no. And Pittsburgh's so appreciated. Gonna, Pittsburgh's gonna just walk their way out and start the game at 9 p.m. tomorrow. Tomorrow it's uh Tuesday, it's Stroman versus Oviedo. Oviedo, eight strikeouts last week, but not he was, yeah, was uh, but got knocked out of the game in the fifth with the Cubs scoring five runs in that inning in route to a 7-2 to two win. So that game was another one that got a little bit out of hand um, in the Northsiders' favor. And uh, Stroman has been excellent. So you have an opportunity now after this first one to win the series. And uh, what do you expect in terms of Oviedo either making an adjustment because the Cubs started slow but then just pounded them? Yeah, I think Oviedo's tough will be tough on the Cubs. I think Stroman's big key is to A, keep the ball on the ground like he's been doing, and B, try your best to watch the run game. Because if you remember, he got bit by a hit. They hit and run twice on him early in that game. And one of them created the only two-run inning that they had. So obviously, there's going to be guys that reach base. Try your best to control that run game alter your delivery speed it's probably going to be barnhart back there tomorrow he seems to be stroman's catcher huh yeah and there's a righty i don't know i don't know just it would be really nice if they could control maybe even if, if stroman has good command tomorrow maybe even a couple pitch outs um okay because, because the hit and run against stroman is powerful because he's an easy guy to make weak contact against on the ground and mm -hmm. if there's nobody there you're going to first the third of um, right, like, like that guy did. What was that catcher's name that had that soft hit to right? After was that delay? Bay. Yeah, yeah. Bay hit that little hit to left, and then delay just hit like an eighty-eight hopper on a hit and run, and it opened up a two-run inning for the Buckos. Absolutely. So yeah, we'll try to avoid the, the hit and run opportunities for the for the Pirates, and uh, the Cubs could wrap up that series win uh, on Tuesday. Hey, wasting no time. You know, let's have a little bit of positivity. I mean, if let me tell you something, Scout Potato. If they win the Central and lose to the second wild card team in the in the everyone's ahead of the game here. No, no. If they do that in what is this the second full year since they traded everybody, they'll get a nice round of applause from me. Okay, so let's have a little bit of positivity. I mean, I know I'm not you know uh, 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 the greatest guy for that, but. You know, geez. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Coming up next, we do turn it over to the audience, and we're going to take your comments and questions for another edition of the Locked On Cubs vent line. But a lot of good venting would be my guess 
uh, and some questions about trades, I can imagine, and, and perhaps some more David Bodie discussion as well. We do that. <laughs> we do that next. Today's episode is presented by Game Time. Buying tickets to your favorite event shouldn't be stressful. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you with killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee. You can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. The Cubs obviously on the road this week, and there's not one but two concerts in a row at Wrigley Wednesday, Thursday. Wednesday is Fallout Boy. Thursday is Morgan Wallen. And you can get some <laughs> last-minute tickets with game time uh, for that as they get set up in the stage, usually in center field there. And you could snag those without any stress as the Cubs are on the road, but you could still be in Wrigley and enjoy some music. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use code LOCKEDONMLB for $20 off your first purchase. Terms do apply. Again, create an account, redeem code LOCKEDONMLB for $20 off. Download Game Time today, last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed with Game Time. The Cubs play the Pirates at 6.05 p.m. Central Tuesday, and you can listen to every pitch with the Cubs' hometown broadcast on SiriusXM. On the SXM app, search Cubs or tune in to Channel 844 and catch the Cubs all season long on SiriusXM. All right, Sam. Hey, can I interrupt you? Well, we're starting a new segment, so there's nothing to interrupt, dude. I'd like to ask the listeners a trivia question. Bird Dogs Tumblr, dude. I'd like to ask the listeners a question. You mentioned a concert. I would like to ask the listeners. Now, I used to work as an internship in college at Soldier Field. So I went to a lot of concerts uh, for work, so not pleasure. And then my cousin is a musician, and I've seen him perform multiple times. So take those two out. I'd like to ask the listeners to guess how many concerts I've been in my life for pleasure purposes. I'll give everybody 10 seconds to guess. You can guess as well, Matt. Okay, great Ten, question. Nine. Eight. Uh, I am going to be at Fallout Boy yeah. on Wednesday night. Yeah. Hey, every- uh, the band of my high school days. Congratulations, Eli Floyd. He said zero, and he would be correct. Uh, <laughs> oh, really? I have never been to a concert that I've chosen to go to unless you count my cousin, which is, I, I like, he's my family. Right, I'm you're not cousin. counting him. Yeah, so I'm not counting purposes. him. So, so, so I've never, I've never gone to the show. You want to know why? Because all I care about is winning baseball games. <laughs> I don't care about fallout boy and having a couple adult beverages and dancing around Wrigley. Wrigley is for 27 outs. That's what Wrigley's for. Absolutely. And, uh, bulldog I'm, got it. He said zero, 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 zero. Good word. Oh, got it. All right. Well, one zero is enough, no? Uh, and hopefully, the <laughs> what are your thoughts on the plane surface? Hopefully that's no. not impacted. Huh? Yeah, no, I don't think that's appropriate to have a concert in the middle of a baseball season. So. Fantastic. All right, well, we do have a couple of questions here. Yeah, uh, I saved one of them. Yeah, and I also saved another. They're both similar. So. Yeah, so I just put mine up. All right. <laughs> Would you like to take this? Or by the Why way, do the Cubs continue to carry Mastro and Madrigal on the roster? What's going Trevor? on? Did you get like a haircut or something? No, I just slicked it back. I'm getting a haircut Wednesday. 
Oh, got it. Okay. I'm actually a little bit grubby right now. The, the beard and the hair is a little yeah. bit long. Yeah, right. Well, you said it. I didn't. All right. <laughs> uh, why did they continue <laughs> to carry these guys? Well, Madrigal, first of all, is for all intents and purposes now the uh, everyday third baseman. Uh, Morrell has played zero innings at third this year. Um, Wisdom is now on the IL. Uh, so these are the two guys that are going to play third, unless uh, Morrell suddenly starts to play over at the hot corner. Uh, so they're on the roster to stay, I do believe, at least for a little bit here, especially Madrigal. I think, you know, you're, you're preaching to the choir on, on Master Boney. I think uh, there's better options. But when Bellinger is ready to go back to center, uh, Mastro's, I would guess, is going to be is going to be done unless they think he's really more of an infield rotate, you know, uh, rotational guy. Um, but, but these guys are going to bat ninth play third for, for a minute here. And uh, yeah, I mean, there's a clear need at third, but those are the guys right now. Um, Magical's on the team. Cause he's good at playing defense at third. Mastro. I, I, I don't really have an answer for. So, right. Uh, I got one more or you got one. Go ahead. Uh, well, Bryce was asking about Matt Mervis coming up again and replacing him with. Um, I, I don't see with, the with Mastro. If Bellinger's playing there first, yet. if Bellinger's going to play first for a while, Mervis ain't going to come up. No, no, it would be a situation where Bellinger goes back to center. Yeah, Mervis at at first. Jeffrey, a lot of respect for you for listening to the show. I'm sure you're a great guy. Please don't make that comp we're not calling a game right now our job is to have fun okay there's nobody that locks in more than i do each game so don't make that comp i'm not sitting right. there with the game on the line in the eighth inning bases loaded two outside of run go hey look at napoli's rocking the jordan threes you wore those in 87 at the boston garden all right go ahead i would like to see as matt says um good good name jared young and jonathan perlaza are hot at triple a right now. Yeah. It just depends on what the Cubs have in mind in terms of their bench. They would be great to get a look at those guys, but what are we guys? Why are we, why are we keep doing this with the minor league guys? The team is on fire right now and everybody's hitting. Why, why is this a now? now, Yeah. 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 Let's just let it go for a while. This is like a candy store. That's 26. Yeah, and outside of Mastro, this is probably their best 26. That they've had this year? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. Uh, just let the record show, Craig, that I've attended three games. Sam has attended has attended two in Los Angeles, but threatened to not go to any games at Wrigley this year. I don't know if he still <laughs> has that position. No, we'll, also, we'll go to one. criticized me for going last Friday right. prior to the Cubs sweeping. And also in those three contests, I'm three and zero. What's your record? Uh, I'm one and one. It's Fulmer. So, right, and, and Ross uh, uh, reprehensibly pitched to Peralta oh, with yeah. Barnes on deck, and I w- watched the walk-off and then had to go in the Dodger clubhouse afterwards and congratulate him all. We're only going to take one or two more. Sam and Matt, who is both of your favorite Cubs player from any season in the past? I know. I think I know the answer for Sam. Yeah. Um, Starlin Castro was my guy for a long time. You and Nick, right? Nick Cozy. Yeah. Nick was, 
Yeah, Nick kind of was more just like a huge fan of him because I liked him so much. Nick had his own guys. Nick mm-hmm. was a big Mike Fontenot fan, big Tyler <laughs> Col- big Tyler Colvin fan. Um, but yeah, how about you, Matthew? Well, Sammy Sosa is what well, vaulted my Cubs fandom. Right. Okay. Um, I still have uh, a very visceral memory of two trade deadlines in a row. And the first one being 03 when they got Lofton and, and Ramirez from the Pirates. Oh. And Aramis Ramirez became one of my favorite Cubs of all time. And Randall Simon. Yeah, that was like a trade like a week and, later. And yeah. then he kind of like socked one of the Brewers mascots. Yeah, that was that was yeah. weird. Yeah, it was. Yeah, that was inappropriate, actually. <laughs> so all right, everybody. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. 230 plus. As the Cubs beat the Pirates eight to nothing, look to win the series with Marcus Stroman on the bump on Tuesday. Shout out to the Everydayers for with us all five episodes throughout the week, and you can become an Everydayer by checking us out each and every weekday. Be sure to hit that subscribe button for Locked On Cubs on YouTube and smash the like button for the algorithm. Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcast and streaming on SiriusXM. He's Sam Olber. I'm Matt Cozy. This is Locked on Cubs.